Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. How y'all doing? Welcome back to the Master of None. And today we are going to be exploring the world of content creation and the impact we can have on ourselves and others. Today's episode is all about understanding your impact as a content creator and why it matters. Your impact is the legacy you're leaving behind, the impression you make on others in this life. And within this episode, we're going to dive into the concept of emotional intelligence, exploring the benefits of content creation for business and providing practice practical tips as well as understanding and using the impact led in you or your organization towards success let's get into it i think probably a very very important step sometimes or even just whenever you're checking in with yourself is maybe asking yourself do i have high emotional intelligence or low emotional intelligence i think if you understand where your level is it can really help you be able to understand your impact a little bit more case in point you know we have those people who in communication sometimes they consistently talk about themselves and they can only be self-focused well you know potentially they could have a low low eq and whenever you think about your impact as a content creator your impact in your friend group or your family your emotional intelligence can give you a little bit of an understanding now so often in life no one ever says hey you're impacting me this much you know, if we break down where our impacts are or those who have impacted us the most, sometimes we don't have those deep conversations to provide insight to say, hey, you know, that's really impacted me throughout my life or your presence or you being my friend has really helped me or a mentorship. You know, hey, thank you for mentoring me and helping me understand these these key concepts and goals I was able to reach. You know, a lot of this is is a reflection of emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence really can depict your ability to communicate with others, right? So understanding your impact, what you're saying. The next is identifying how you relate within a group and identify if, you know, if you are in fact communicating your emotional needs the way you need to communicate them. You know, when we're taking on this emotional intelligence, it's really giving the ability to have a full-blown conversation with somebody and sometimes not interject with your own opinions or thoughts. You're just being able to hear people out and provide some feedback at the same time. You know, we often think about some of the best leaders have really high emotional intelligence because of their ability to listen, react, and provide feedback. You know, those steps can help you. And as a content creator, having emotional intelligence can first start to allow you to understand where you're interacting, what you're doing, and how people are perceiving you. Now, if you can identify how people are perceiving you, then you can really build off that model and start to identify the indicators for which people come to you for. Um, I think sometimes within the podcast environment, it is a little bit tricky because sometimes it feels a little bit like a one-way street. Um, I can't get direct um, kind of impact on what I'm doing, but I can see it based on the numbers And even today, I was looking through the numbers of the podcast, and it's kind of crazy to see the journey of how it just it keeps going up and up. Um, 
And I can see that process is obviously having some impact because people are enjoying it. So thank you all for listening. But the reason why I really wanted to talk about impact today is I had a moment um, whenever I was joining Peace Corps China back in 2011. And I think for me at that time, I had a lot of programming that wasn't serving me from a subconscious standpoint. Um, You know, I had dyslexia. I went into college, only applied for one college. You know, I had high school teachers in high school telling me I shouldn't go to college. Potentially, I couldn't make it. So, you know, I just, I always had this mindset that I'm just kind of not really, I don't fit into classical organizations or environments because I just think differently. I process things differently. And I applied to be a teacher within China, and it was an English teacher. And I think sometimes when you're dyslexic and teaching English in itself can be a very intimidating road. I mean, you're really taking your weakest points or potentially what you've struggled with the most, and then you're trying to figure out how to teach people that. I mean, that's like, I, I don't know, that's like being a, a bra- like a like a bad mechanic and trying to teach somebody how to fix an engine. You know, it's kind of like you get caught up in those kind of um, those kind of thinking processes. And whenever it happened to me, you know, we have this thing within Peace Corps where we take two weeks, we call it kind of um, a school, if you will, model school to better depict how we could teach English. And I remember, I specifically remember this class was my turn to teach, and it was really hard for me at that moment to organize what I was teaching, doing, and and being really, really consistent within the teaching curriculum. And I'll never forget it. The guy at the time who was my teacher came up to me and said, I had no idea you had a learning disability. And I was like, oh, wow. You know, I didn't realize it was that blatantly obvious. But from that, what he taught me is like, hey, you know, don't worry about it. You know, there's you can impact people in different ways than just teaching English. You know, as a Peace Corps volunteer, we're encompassing a lot of different key concepts as related to diplomacy, you know, understanding Americans, understanding the point of, you know, et cetera, freedom of speech, things like that, and how it can impact whenever you're working. Well, he also kind of left me with this kind of key story where it's like, you don't ever really know your impact. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, what you have to understand is like an impact as a teacher, an impact in all things is like throwing a rock in a pond, okay? After the rock goes down, the rock never sees the ripples. The rock never sees its impact, but it's there, clearly. You know, we've all thrown a rock in a pond and seen that impact. Well, that rock never sees its impact, but we do, all right? And that was the initial intention of being like, this is how an impact or your impact can be measured. And sometimes it's life, it's hard to do it, but... Whenever you're doing something like this through a content creation standpoint and you are trying to level up your business, level up your podcast, you know, you have to dive into the benefits of why it should help you, okay? And, you know, in a lot of different ways, it can help your business because you're creating a consistent message and you're establishing a base. You know, whenever you establish a base through creative ideas, um, even if you're doing certain research approaches within your podcast, if you can mold that in a way that people can interact with, it's still enhancing the impact. You know, sometimes within this podcast, what do I like to do? I like to go deep on these topics, provide analysis, and within 15 minutes, give somebody enough information so they are like, oh, okay, so that's what that means. So if it comes up in a conversation or if they need to talk about it, they have enough of the points where they can get the gist of it. Because sometimes I think 
within media in this current day and age, we kind of get these stories, these clips, but we never really get the full content of understanding how things work. So a way in which I'm trying to add value is just to provide a little bit more analysis um, through my perspective. And, you know, some people might enjoy it and some people might disagree, but it happens. Right? So whenever we kind of look at the aspect of understanding your impact, it's really important to kind of look at examples of how someone can establish a powerful behavior. OK, and understand how that behavior can be exhibited and how it could potentially be modeled and understand, you know, kind of what you're looking at whenever you're modeling different behavior from, from different leadership. So whenever you're leading, there's so many different ways to lead. There's not just one. I know we want to think about this from a leadership standpoint, that there's only one type of leader, but it's not true. You have people who can lead by example. You have people who are great communicators. You have horrible leaders. You know, there's so many different segments in which you can and lead. And whenever you're leading, leading by impact, you can kind of have a direct result. I think whenever you are focused on serving individuals or serving people or serving your base within a podcast, it's going to give you a little bit more understanding and drive to do what you need to do. Like, how are you adding value to those individuals who are, who are wanting to be a part of your friend group or wanting to be a part of listening to your podcast? I think if you can add value to your friends as well as your social group, you're going to build better relationships if they can do the same. Because at the end of the day, the reason why you are interacting with someone or hanging out or spending time with people is because they add some type of value to your life. Hopefully, you know, if you're really focusing on those those good emotional patterns and habits that can benefit you. Now, if it's going the other way, then you're you're kind of probably in relationships as a result of negative correlations, which could be a result of trauma triggers and things that tie back to your childhood. But for the sake of this podcast, it's really understanding how to have more impact as a content creator, and it relates to understanding your emotional intelligence. Now, one thing that I think I really probably struggle with the most is the ability to detach from the idea of your impact. I'm going to say detach from your idea of your impact. This is so powerful. It's more powerful than probably what I have even realized because it's about understanding doing something and then not trying to see the ripples. Like, I think in a lot of ways, whenever you make a podcast, whenever you do something, you want that dopamine hit in a way to see like, oh, it's working. This is successful. I can't believe it's being accomplished. Um, and I think within our generation, I think we want a lot of that because we kind of get caught up in this process that things happen relatively quickly. I think the Internet allows that. We think about how quickly we can have information at our fingertips. And it like goes back to the point of like encyclopedias were the original Google. Like, I don't know if anyone's old enough to remember, but when I was a kid, we would have a literal encyclopedia salesman come to our door and my mom would buy A to Z and then you'd have all these encyclopedias. And I'll never forget when I was in third grade, I did a research report on Denmark and I learned about barley and that that was one of the number one exports and I presented it. Now, if I want to do that now, I just look it up on Google and try to make sure I get the right sources. But that that time period of point A to point B is getting shorter and shorter, but it's not stopping sometimes as it relates to content creation. Being able to put things out and detach to them is almost like a superpower. If you could put art out, if you could put content out, if you could write songs and you never really focus on the full impact of what it is doing, um, you can do so much more. I think, for example, you look at the humbleness of Joe Rogan 
when you see him podcasting and him talking about the podcast, he's like, I just talked. We're just having a hang. You know, it's kind of what he's saying. And, and he just did it super consistent. And he was doing it in a way, never thinking it was going to be the thing. You know, he didn't ever advertise it. He didn't ever market it. He just bring people on his show. And it's like, you know, before the Joe Rogan experience, it was always Joe Rogan from Fear Factor. I mean, you weren't really thinking this is a number one podcaster. So sometimes whenever you can detach from content ideas and you can detach from the outcome, it's going to allow you to be a little bit more successful because you're not putting so much pressure on what you're doing. I think that's probably the most important thing whenever you're kind of enhancing this full approach to content creation. And remember, content creation is a journey. All right. You know, it's like just because you have a phone and you can make videos, does people really want to see the videos? And just because I can make a podcast, does people really want to hear my podcast? Um, you're asking yourself that question. And, and sometimes maybe that's not the right question. Maybe the right question is this is a journey to understand yourself better, to understand yourself through the world around you and how content creation can create that path. I think sometimes in life, what happens as a result of this podcast is it gives me the ability to research topics maybe I wouldn't dive on and, and be able to articulate them to make sure people can understand them. You know, I, I go back and point to, I was working out in the gym and I met an individual there who wants to start a podcast. He was the owner of the gym and he told me, you know, sometimes he feels a little bit judged by it. He doesn't really know what to do and he wants to make one about CrossFit. And I told him that's great. And I kind of gave him the steps of using cam Canva <laughs> as well. Sometimes I get in these situations where these words kind of stick in my processing system and I just kind of draw it out a little bit. Um, but, and he wanted to do it and he started doing it. And I was like, look, you should just do it. Don't worry about what people say or think. It's like, you know, it's like, you know, you have to, you have to commit to the journey and the process. Okay. And it's like that in all things. It's like, you just, you know, you just can't, do something one or two times and expect for it to be amazing. You have to do something hundreds of times, right? Isn't the rule of thumb 10,000 hours in order to become an expert? You know, and it's like that's the key step in the process you have to take whenever you're working to be a content creator. You know, you have to really keep that in mind. This is a marathon and is not a sprint. And you're really doing that so you don't destroy your expectations if you really want it. You know, so I think for me, these are all messages I have to tell myself as well throughout this process. So understanding your impact as a content creator is a crucial ability. Okay. It'll, it'll allow you to leave a legacy depending on what you do. And it also can enhance your businesses and success. So in practice, a lot of these tips are to help you, but a lot of this podcast is just about to get your mindset rolling. You know, I think sometimes we get clouded by what other people think and say, and we need to detach from that. And sometimes we need to detach from our impact and really focus on the journey. And if you're focusing on the journey, you're being consistent, all right? And, and, and you're embracing your emotional intelligence. I feel like all those things can help you understand how to have impact, but at the same time, detach from it. I know it's crazy, but thank you so much, and we'll get back to you tomorrow.